Welcome to another episode of Plugged In, the Con Edison podcast on everything about energy and what we all can do towards a clean energy future. Hey everybody, I'm Alfonso Quiros. We are in the middle of the summer season and the temperatures continue to stay high. So we thought we might talk to Con Edison's Caitlin Sukata. Hey Caitlin, about how to stay cool and save money this summer. Caitlin works in Con Edison's energy efficiency department. Hey Caitlin, how are you? Hey, how's it going? All right, we're trying to stay cool here one day at a time. Uh, thanks for being here. Let's just jump right into it. Um, let's talk about some top ways that people can stay cool and and keep their energy bills low. That's what everyone is talking about. So what, what do you got to say? Yeah, so there's a bunch of just easy ways now that everyone's working from home and home all the time. I like to say like one of the first easiest ways is to use a fan with your AC or just the fan uh, and turn the fan off when you're not in the room. Fans cool people. And if you're not in the room, then it's not cooling anything. Uh, see, I did not know that. I always thought it was nice to keep a fan on. And, you know, when I walk in, you get a breeze. But I guess that's not the yep. way to do it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, as the weather gets warmer, it also makes sense to be outside and barbecue with your family. Use a toaster oven or a microwave. Try to avoid the oven since it heats up your entire house while heating up your food. Do you know something that bothered me? <laughs> My husband decides to bake potatoes on the hottest days of the year. Yes. And I keep saying, and it's one potato or yes. two potatoes. Yes. And I keep saying, why are you baking? And it makes the whole place hot. And I'm going to have him have to Potatoes are a winter food. I would recommend yes. watermelon. That, that's a good, <laughs> good suggestion. Or even just do the potato in the microwave. Yes. Or boil Couple it. Couple minutes. Because I would think the stovetop is a lot cooler than... Uh, you know, a 350 yeah. degree oven. Exactly. And the oven reta an oven retains heat. There's a lot of insulation in an oven, which makes cooking possible. So once you turn your oven off, it's still going to be hot for hours after. And your AC is going to work harder just to cool down your kitchen. No more baked potatoes yes. in the summertime. <laughs> yeah. That is the answer. Um, so now, um, what are what's sort of one of the most overlooked ways? Because I know that there may be some general ideas about how people could save their energy and stay cool and save money. Uh, but what are some ways that maybe people aren't thinking of that are real easy? Yeah. So I think free tips are the best. So in the morning, close your blinds, make sure that the sun is not coming into those rooms because the sun will heat it up. It'll become a greenhouse and you want to avoid that as much as possible. So at night when the sun goes down, that's when you pull the blinds and the windows open and try to let some of that fresh air in. Another thing I'd recommend is, as you know, it is a hot day and it is sunny, so you can hang your clothes outside or even in a room. That's when maybe you want the blinds open. All that sun comes in. It can dry your clothes really quickly um, just on some kind of rack or you can hang them outside. I did not think of that, but that's a good idea. Yeah. You know, in your bathroom, if you hang up, you know, you can hang up some some shirts or whatever. Yeah, you know, and they'll be done the next day and then you don't have to pay for that dryer being on for an hour or have to clean out the lint. That's a good idea. You're listening to Plugged In, Con Edison's podcast about energy and what we all can do towards a clean energy future. Please follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and LinkedIn. Our handle is at Con Edison. Now let's return to today's episode. Um, now, um, everybody, as we know, is working remotely and slowly getting back to the office, but, you know, pretty much working remotely. Uh, how has this changed um, consumption for New Yorkers? I think it's really even now. Usually we would see people leave 
energy goes down at home because they go to work. Then the work day is over. People come home and turn everything on. Now everything's on all the time. And I think it's really important for people to recognize that if something's plugged in, it's pulling energy. And so if you go away or you're not losing your, using your laptop, unplugging stuff that isn't in use, especially if it has a light or some kind of clock, all of that is pulling power. And so minimizing that wherever is possible is going to help reduce your bill. It's funny you should say that because I remember when I was growing up, I always had the bad habit of leaving the lights on yep. all the, everywhere. And my mother would always come to me and she goes, we don't work for the electric company. And now that I do work for the electric company, I always like to remind her, oh, by the way, I do work for the electric company, <laughs> which she does not like hearing, but it is the truth. Yeah. And uh. you can really get into the habit of it. Um, there's a lot of great sensors too. So, you know, if your kids are home now, you know, school is out of session or people are doing school from home. If you leave a room, it can sense that and turn off the lights and so if people keep forgetting, it might be a nice way to have some more technology in your house. All right. We're talking with Caitlin Sukata, who works at Con Edison's, uh, work at Con Edison in the energy efficiency department. Caitlin, tell us just a little bit about yourself. How long have you been working for the company and what brought you here? I've been with the company for six and a half years. It's gone very quickly. And I think why I originally came is that Con Edison is such a staple and such an integral part of New York City. It is New York City. We make New York City run. And being able to help customers reduce their energy usage and be aware of the environment is why I come to work every day. One of the executives that works here once told me that uh, when she flew in from LaGuardia or JFK and flew in at night, and she would look out the window and you would see all of the city lit up and it just reminded you how important your job is. Yeah. Uh, and the other day I was flying into New York and it was at night out and I looked out that window and boy, you sure, yep. you felt it. You could feel the goosebumps, yep. you know, because it was just so amazing to fly in and yep. see all those lights. It really yep. is a, it's really- Truly powering New York. And I think even during COVID, we worked kind of tirelessly to make sure that our customers had electricity and were able to kind of manage how they were living in such a topsy-turvy world. So just feel, you know, very proud to be here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, what, what about your job keeps you interested and motivated? I do a lot of research into new technologies. So new ways like storage, batteries, solar that customers maybe are thinking about, aware of, and making sure that they're more accessible. So we're doing a lot of demonstrations or pilots to test that technology to see what the future of clean energy is going to look like in New York State. I don't think a lot of people realize of the, the amount of uh time that we have and the amount of people that we have that are looking for these new types of demonstration projects and research and development and things like that. They think of us as the electric company and we deliver electricity and, and energy and steam and gas, but I don't think they realize how much goes into a lot of research and development. And that has got to be like a really cool field to be in. Yeah. And not even just we're looking at other states, but Europe has done some interesting things with electric heating. You know, Asia is way ahead of us in some ways. So what technologies are successful and how do we bring them and make them available in New York City. All right, Caitlin, we are going to be trying something new here. Do not get nervous, but we are going to try word association. Should we try that? All right. All right. So we're, I'm going to give you, here's the way it works. Okay. I'm going to give you a couple of words. I'm yep. going to give you one word. Okay. And then I want you to tell me the first word that pops into your brain. Okay. Okay. There's no wrong answer. And I don't explain it. I just, okay. Yeah. Just, yeah, just okay. spit it out. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. The first word. Yep. If I had a drum roll, I would ask for a drum roll, but we don't have a drum roll here. We're, this is very low production. Um, uh, customers. Energy efficiency. 
Summer. Hot. Fun. Also summer, which is hot, which is, yeah. If I had to pick a new word, I guess it would probably be beach. Ooh, yes. I could do a beach now. Okay, here's, here's another one. Bills. A lot. And I think that's what most people think, is just the ways that you can make your bill be less of a shock or a dread when you open it up with the energy efficiency tips is really what we're trying to do to help customers. Yeah, because it really is about lowering your bills down for a lot of people, especially now. It's Everything is getting a little bit harder for everybody. And, uh, you know, it's incumbent upon everybody to do their part. Yeah. Uh, not only to be better for the environment, but to save money. And you could yeah. do that by following a few of these um, general trips, don't you think? Yeah. And I think just small actions really do add up. It's easy to feel completely helpless. And I think if you're able to look at your usage more often, say, when are people coming home? How are we using energy? And just being more educated already is going to help you be more aware and then reduce your energy consumption. Caitlin, uh, wh what are some other good tips that we can sort of uh, always, uh, you know, uh, let our customers know about something that is easy and and something that's good that they could follow. So now that people are working from home and kids are home, I think people are doing a lot of laundry. Make sure that your washing machine is full of clothes before you run it. It will make sure that you're more energy efficient and also you're not using all that hot water with only a couple socks. That's a good point. And then, of course, when you've got a lot of kids uh, home for the summer, they're creating messes, and a lot of them are creating more dishes and things like that. Uh, do you have any tips about um, washing dishes or sort of cleaning up, different things like that? Yeah, so most people think if you have some dishes, you can just do them by hand, but it actually uses way more water and hot water, which uses energy. So we really recommend that, especially after lunch or dinner, put all those dishes in the dishwasher and do a full load, which is way more energy efficient. Now, that is something new that I have not heard before. And, and I it's can't, good. Yeah. I can't stand doing dishes. So it I'm pays to be that. lazy sometimes. <laughs> I like where your head's yeah. at. I yeah. like where you're thinking. <laughs> and I know a lot of the devices that kids are using now really suck up a lot of energy. What, what, what uh, can you uh, share with us about that? Yeah, so video gaming consoles are huge, and even when they're not in use, you can tell that they have a lot of lights that are blinking. Sometimes they'll feel hot to the touch, and all of that is using energy. So if people are not playing video games, I recommend they unplug them from the wall and go outside and have fun with their friends. Also, people sometimes think that bigger is better, and they'll buy the biggest AC because they want to feel really, really cold. The opposite is actually true, where if you buy an AC that's too big for your room, it won't be able to remove the humidity. You're going to feel clammy and cold, and that will be burning energy without making you feel better. So we strongly recommend you go online, you find a calculator, so you can say, you know, I have 300 or 350 square feet in this room, and look at the size AC measured in BTUs that makes sense, and then go online and buy that equipment. Well, Caitlin Sakata, thank you very much for joining us this afternoon. Uh, we always appreciate you coming by to say hello and yep. sharing all of your good advice and all of your tips. And we, we really appreciate everything that you've done for the company and everything that you've done for New Yorkers. So thank you very much. Thank you. Happy to be here. And that's our show. If you have any comments or questions, please email us at podcast at coned.com. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T at C-O-N-E-D dot com. We'd love to hear from you. Let's be engaged, let's learn more, and most of all, let's stay plugged in.